yes, you're going to be busy. Yes, there are going to be things you didn't plan for. Yes, there are going to be some resources that you feel like you need that you do not have. But God is aware of all of those things and he's still calling you to be obedient. You're listening to the Organize My Thoughts podcast, where we teach you how to get out of your head so you can execute the vision. I am your host, Kyla Jackson. Let's get started. In this video, we're going to talk about overcoming excuses. Now, this is an area that the Lord has been dealing with me heavily in, and I've noticed that as soon as I set my mind to do something, all of a sudden, all of the excuses start to come up. And when I was minding my business and not making any progress, I felt like I didn't really battle this. But as soon as you commit to doing what the Lord has called you to do, you better believe that every single excuse in the book is going to come up. Even as I'm recording this video, you're probably going to hear some background noise. It's probably going to be a lot of moving around and I'm not going to let that stop me from recording this video. So this is a prime example of the importance of overcoming excuses because again, when you are moving towards what God has called you to do, there will be obstacles. There will be excuses. There will be moments where you just feel like you don't have it. There will be moments where it feels like it's inconvenient, but none of that matters because when God calls you to do something, he's expecting you to do it without the excuses because he will make up for everything that you need and also obstacles are just something that you can expect in life and so we have to learn how to push past those obstacles and not let them push us into disobedience so in this video we're going to talk about the difference between excuses and obstacles and how you can overcome them I'm also going to give you some practical examples of some of the most common excuses that we experience and also some biblical examples because we always want to tie it back into our faith. So let's go ahead and get right into it. The first scripture that came to my mind when I was studying about this video was James 4 and 17. And it basically says that if you know that you're supposed to do something and you don't do it, it is a sin. Again, if a man knows that he ought to do something and he does not do it, it is a sin. And in this video, I'm specifically talking about the things that God has called you to do because I believe that sometimes we hear God speak and we kind of brush it off and we don't realize the magnitude and the weight of the Lord's words. And so sometimes we can use our excuses and reason our way into disobedience because we really don't understand that when God speaks, he's not speaking just to be heard. He's speaking to be obeyed. Again, when God gives you an instruction or he speaks a word to you, it's not a suggestion. It's not, oh, you should do this. Like God is a holy God. He is a sovereign God. And if you are a believer and you say that you're serving him, then you're not just going to be a hearer of his word, but you're going to be a doer. And so with that being said, I really want us to pay close attention to the excuses that we give ourselves and the timing in which we do that. Because again, we have the ability to reason our way out of everything. We can justify the feelings of being tired or being too busy or not having enough and not even realize that those things don't matter to God. When he tells you to do something, he's going to make a way out of no way. He's going to give you creative strategy and solution to push past what you feel like you lack. And so a lot of the excuses that we have are rooted in fear. They're rooted in sometimes slothfulness and laziness. And sometimes we just really don't have the wisdom for how to move forward because it feels like the obstacle is too big for us. And so before I get into the examples, so that way you can really have a practical look of what this looks like, I want to quickly explain the difference between excuses and obstacles, because I think sometimes we get these confused because they all kind of feel the same. 
So excuses are fabricated problems that are voiced that stop you from taking an action. In other words, excuses are the things that you tell yourself in order to avoid doing the thing that you know you need to do. Now, obstacles, on the other hand, are emerging problems that appear once you start moving towards your goal. These are often things that you didn't expect. They're external circumstances, whereas excuses are internal. Your excuses are an internal response to the external circumstances that are trying to get in your way. And again, a lot of the excuses that we have are rooted in fear. They're rooted in slothfulness and laziness. Now, we're all guilty of making these excuses. So I wanted to share this because this is something that the Lord is dealing with me even in this season, because these excuses are the very things that are keeping you stuck in cycles of disobedience. These excuses are delaying you and they're having so many more effects than you really think. And if you really want to become all that God has called you to do, you have to move past those excuses. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into some biblical examples so that we can really see how this plays out. So in Exodus chapter 4 verse 10, this is where God calls Moses basically to become the deliverer for Israel. And the first response that Moses has to the Lord is basically saying that he cannot speak for him because he has a stutter. And so because of this stutter, God should basically choose someone else and, you know, just let Moses out of the commitment. And God's response to Moses is so interesting because he does not even entertain his excuses, right? He doesn't entertain his feelings of inadequacy. Instead, he points to himself. He points to himself as the reason why Moses can move forward. And he says to Moses, basically, like, who is it that makes a person's mouth? So he didn't say, oh, Moses, I know you struggle with this. Oh, Moses, I know that, you know, this may be uh, uncomfortable for you or you may not feel prepared. He points to himself and he says, who is it that makes a person's mouth? Now, the reason why this is important is because Moses definitely had an obstacle and that was his stuttering. But the excuse was that his stutter would prevent him from being obedient and speaking for the Lord. So the obstacle, again, was the stutter, but the excuse was that he could not move past the obstacle of stuttering in order to be obedient to the Lord. Now, you may not have a stutter, but you probably have something that makes you feel insecure or inadequate. And when God is calling you to step to the forefront and you're like, oh, no, I feel like I just cannot do this or please pick somebody else because I struggle with this thing. God is not going to entertain your excuses. Now, he may bring comfort, but ultimately what he's going to do is remind you that he's the one that called you. He's the one that made you and he's completely aware of everything that you struggle with. But it's in your weakness that his power will be made great. A lot of times we get distracted because we see all these people that feel like they're so qualified and so talented and so far beyond where we are. But ultimately, the Lord is choosing people that are unqualified. If you were already qualified and had everything that you needed in order to be successful, then you wouldn't need God and God would not get the glory from that. So you have to begin to see the obstacles in your life as opportunities for God to get the glory and not hindrances to your progress. Now, let me give you a practical example. Let's say that God is calling you to start a YouTube channel. And immediately, whenever you think of that idea, you get very nervous because you feel like you don't like the way that you sound or you just feel like you have so many responsibilities on your plate that you just won't have enough time to do it. Now, the excuse in this is that you don't have enough time and that you feel unqualified. The obstacle may be your responsibilities and what's currently on your plate. Now, it's probably very true that you have a demanding schedule and maybe you really don't feel confident in your voice, but you cannot allow those excuses to stop you from being obedient. So in order to progress, you must ask yourself, how can I move forward? 
This may look like, how can I build confidence in my voice? How can I find the time in my schedule right now to start moving forward with the YouTube channel? The question of how can I will help you to move past the excuse and the obstacle into execution. And that's ultimately the place that you want to be. There's always going to be external circumstances that come up as you are progressing towards the things that God has called you to do. There's going to be things that you didn't plan for. Technology is going to break down. You're not always going to have a perfectly quiet setting to record, but it does not matter because when God has called you to do something, again, there's weight to it. It is a seed that he is using in the earth to solve a problem. And we have to stop treating it like it's just some casual suggestion from the Lord. The Lord is sovereign. He's holy. He doesn't just make suggestions. He's seen your whole entire life. He knows every single thing that's going to happen. And so when he instructs you to do something, it's for a reason. And you want to begin to treat that with weight. We have to really remind ourselves, like, do we really think that God would tell us to do something without already having knowledge of what's on our plate? If God told you to do something, even in the busiest season of your life, it's because he's going to give you the grace and the capacity to do it. But if you keep entertaining the voices of the enemy that's trying to tell you, oh, you just you can do that another time. Oh, it doesn't really matter. It's not really that serious. It's not really that important. Nothing's going to happen if you don't do it. Like that is not the voice of God. That is the voice of Satan. That is the voice of laziness. That is the voice of fear. Right. And we're not going to entertain that this year because God has things that we need to do. And it's not even about us. So sometimes you may not see the immediate effect or consequence of you being disobedient in your life, but trust and believe that every seed matters and it will produce a harvest. It will either produce a bad harvest or a good harvest, and you don't get to be in control of when that happens. So even for those of you who have been procrastinating on something that God has called you to do a long time ago, you have to realize that there is a grace to execute in certain seasons. And when you are doing things out of season, it's going to feel heavy. It's going to feel like a burden. I remember even in 2021 where God had called me to do all these things. I had just started my nonprofit. I was hosting a conference. I was working full time. And in the midst of that, God had told me to start writing a book. And at that time, I was just like, Lord, I feel like I don't even have the capacity for this. And so you know what I did? I procrastinated. I waited and waited, hoping that the project would go away. And you know what happened? It came right back around in the busiest season of my life. And I had to do it with this burden. And God was gracious. But if I had just done it when God had told me to do, there would have been much more of an ease. And the truth is, when God had originally given me the idea to start writing the book, it was a quiet season of my life. I was actually in a season of rest. And so because I did not execute that project during my season of rest, when God first gave it to me, I had to revisit that project in one of the busiest seasons of my life and it caused unnecessary stress. So you have to realize, again, when God tells you something, and especially in the time that he tells you, it's important and you cannot entertain all these excuses because God is not going to change his mind about what he called you to do. As much as Moses protested and just tried to get God to change his mind about choosing him, God did not change his mind. He never changed his mind about Moses being the deliverer for Israel, and he's not going to change his mind about whatever he's called you to do. Again, James 4 and 17 says that if you know what you ought to do and you do not do it, it is a sin. Okay, it is a sin to know what to do and not do it. 
hear the word of the Lord. I want you guys to really take heed to this because again, we have been so casual in our obedience to the Lord because we feel like we don't see the fruits of it or it doesn't matter what we do. It matters. There are people that are attached to the things that God has called you to do. There is a grace and a timing for everything and we really have to start taking this seriously. Yes, you're going to be busy. Yes, there are going to be things you didn't plan for. Yes, there are going to be some resources that you feel like you need that you do not have. But God is aware of all of those things and he's still calling you to be obedient. There are going to be some days where you are exhausted from all the things that life has put on you, but yet you still have to show up. This is where your why really does matter. And I talked about this in my how to be consistent video. Your why is the thing that sustains you when your motivation runs out. You have to be aware of the why, the reason why the Lord is calling you to do what you do. Because if you don't, you'll take it so casually. You'll treat it like it's just another project, but it's not. It has weight to it. So when you're feeling those excuses and you feel like you don't want to move forward, you're feeling like you're overwhelmed, I just want you to take these two steps. And the first thing is to calculate the cost. Ask yourself, what happens if I don't do this? Now, the effect may not be immediate, but if you're considering the why, right, the reason why God has called you to do, then the cost of that is that somebody else will be delayed. The cost is that you may be delayed in your process. The other cost is that you could be cutting off even a branch of financial provision that the Lord wants to give you from the creative idea that he's blessed you with. I remember when I delayed on starting my journal back in like 2019 when I first got the idea and I finally started to promote the journal and, you know, put it out there. And that was a whole income stream that I would have never had had I been stuck in procrastination because I thought it was just another idea. But it's not. There's always a cost associated when you are delaying and stuck in your excuses. Now, the second thing I want you to do is to do the thing. Do the thing that you have been avoiding doing. Why? Because probably it's the thing that you need to do. I want you to think of even a simple example. Every adult knows that if you tell yourself you're going to get gas in the morning, you're probably not going to get gas in the morning. You probably should just get the gas the night before when you were thinking about it. Why? Because that next morning, most likely you're probably going to wake up late. You're going to be rushing. You're going to be stressed. You're going to be irritated. You're going to be taking it out on people all because you didn't do what you needed to do in the time that you needed to do it. So just do the thing. Do it tired. Do it when you feel like you don't have the time. Do it because God will meet you there in that place where you feel like you cannot do it. God will supply you with the strength. He will supply you with the grace. He will supply you with the creativity. Whatever you need, if he's called you to do it, he will supply. So I hope that this has been helpful. It's honestly my prayer for all of us that the Lord will break the stronghold of excuses off of our lives, that he will give us the spirit of radical obedience, that he would remove the pride from our hearts that makes us feel like we can do things on our own or we can be so casual with the things of God. I pray that he will pull us out of a place of disobedience and rebellion towards him and that he would just give us a renewed heart for him and the things that he's called us to do. So I pray that you receive that prayer and I'm excited for what the Lord is going to do in our lives as we show up consistently and become all that he's called us to be. And may he get the glory. I love you guys so much and I will talk to you in the next video.